Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. It's your iconic bestie, a Chiang baby, back again with another episode of the Queen's Archives. Each week, we welcome a special guest right here into the Queen's Corners to laugh, shake some ass, drink some Prosecco, and get real, baby, okay? Today's guest is an actress, honey a writer, a producer, an activist. She is the queen and a wonderful woman in her own right. I can't wait for all of you guys to welcome her to the Queen's Archives. Please welcome to the show, Ashley Jackson. Hello. Hello, sweetheart. No, it's so nice to meet you. This is so fun. I'm already excited and we haven't even started, so we're good. <laughs> I'm so pumped. Thank you so much for joining us here in Babishlandia in the Queen's Archives. Um, today's going to be fun. We just want to get to know about you. I think this episode is for the girls, the, the gays, the days, the everybody who just wants to um, have a guide on creating their own dreams and careers. And I think you've done that so beautifully and perfectly in your own regard. So I hope you can share with us some tangible information for the girls to go live their best lives and do what they need to do. I am down, very much so. <laughs> well, sweetie, I gave you a little um, sprinkle, sprinkle intro, but I really want to know, like, who is the Ashley Jackson? Tell us who you are, where you're born, what you like to do. Just tell us about yourself, sweetheart. This is so funny. When I hear like who is Ashley Jackson, I feel like I'm in a therapy session. So this is great. We're just gonna, <laughs> we're gonna go there. Who am I? Um, well, for one, I was born in Washington, DC, um, but I grew up in LA kind of pretty much in the Valley. So like the Northridge, Porter Ranch, Chatsworth, that whole super Valley girl area. Um, and I've been out in Cali pretty much my whole life. And I started in the business when I was, I mean, I wanted to start probably when I was like 10 or 11 in terms of like wanting to like act and sing and do all those things. Um, but I started working when I was about 17. So that's when life transitioned for me and I was in college. And what got you to like where you are today? As in you're a writer, you're an activist, you're an actress, you, I feel like you're a bad bitch. <laughs> your queen like you're all of these things like what got you from that place what got you from the valley to being out here doing what you're doing honestly there's like some level of like a spiritual I don't know how to explain it like I kind of had a calling I feel like and I kind of already knew what I was gonna do like my parents my dad's in politics my mom's also a political scientist and professor so they were not expecting to have a kid that wants to go be an entertainer um so that was a big shock to everyone I think but honestly, like I was the girl who was like determined to follow my dreams no matter what at like a super young age. Like people, there were lots of haters. <laughs> I was like, you guys do you, but I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z. And I kind of always had that mentality. So I just, I put my money where my mouth was and I went to work. I went to study. I went to learn. Um, I was in acting classes. I was learning. I was doing conservatories, learning how to write and doing all that stuff I needed to do. And then going to college so that I was like well prepared for the business, I would say. And your parents are activists and have been um, in politics for a long time. 
um did you always feel a pressure because of them to do it or like were you also like doing other things or did you feel like girl i gotta do this and keep the family the family power going yeah i mean i think in some regard i always felt like a duty to engage in in some aspects of like social justice um that's just kind of like the sensibility I was raised with. Like we give back, we do what we have to do to support other communities um, and my own community. And so that was just a big thing for me. But I think it was other people that were looking for me to go like directly into politics. Like, yeah, my parents, I, I think that would have made them happy, especially considering how fickle the entertainment industry can be at times. But they were very supportive over time once they kind of understood like, okay, she's actually doing the work instead of just saying, I want to go be famous tomorrow. Um, and it was a passion. So I try now to like infuse those passions though. I try to use my activism and the way that I view the world to impact how I write or the projects I choose to act in, that kind of thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If I could ask you right now, what are you passionate about? What am I passionate about right now? That is such a great question. I mean, um, one of the things that I'm working on right now that I'm incredibly passionate about, I am doing, um, which is kind of fun and not so random for me, but I am consulting with the National Center on Sexual Exploitation and I am working with them to essentially find ways to inform public policy and get my generation, our generation to understand what's happening to survivors and victims around the globe and in the country. And so I'm incredibly passionate about that. Um, I enjoy using all of my free time to work with them and it's been really, really impactful and we have a campaign coming up. So I'm super excited about that too. So like it's giving a multifaceted queen, you know, <laughs> like girl, it's giving a multifaceted queen and it does, that does something for me, like an educated baddie who's out here living her life, doing what she wants to do. I want to put like, educated first of all, on my shirt. <laughs> please, can you do it? Put it on your resume and then I will send you a recommendation later. Okay. Thank I will you. send you a recommendation letter. Okay. Cause like you're doing that and giving to a community and doing something that you're super passionate about, but then also out here and giving the girls a few looks a few a few makeup vibes you're also you are also on netflix like y'all for y'all listening to this don't play don't play with ashley don't play with ashley jackson you acted in the netflix special beats with some of my favorite actors like uzo who is fabulous like uzo. what was that experience for you like that and like how did you get in your netflix bag like tell the girls okay um so working on that film was phenomenal i think that it absolutely changed the trajectory of my life and it happened simply because i said yes um, I had done a short film I had um, co-produced and co-wrote and starred in it um, when I was like 16 with this wonderful casting director who was wanting to become a director, Twinkie Bird, and she was casting the Netflix movie Beats. And she just asked me like, hey, can you come and read for the chemistry reads? And I was like 16, 17, like, okay, sure, I'll come do that. Like, I'm happy to support you. You need someone to read? I'll read. 
And it just so happened that because it was the chemistry read, the director was in the room, all the producers were in the room. And as I was reading with the guys and ultimately Khalil, the one who was cast as the lead August, they just gave me the role, <laughs> which was Period. absolutely just like the most random turn of events. But I think it's a testament to just being open to giving back to others because then they can give back to you. So that's my little beat story. But it was the best time of my life. My first time in Chicago, like two and a half, three months shooting. It was it was magical. And my mentors like Uzo and Anthony and Emma Yatsi were just fantastic to work with for sure. Here in the Queen's archives, we love tangible things. So like, what would you give, like what advice would you give to somebody who like maybe wants to be going to acting, but is also passionate about other things? Like, is there a work-life balance that they can do? Is it like just saying yes to things that they're afraid of? Like what tangible advice would you give the girls? Okay, well, I am definitely still trying to master work-life balance, <laughs> but tangible advice to give the girls. Let's see. I think for me, it's been being open to learning. Um, whether that is like, okay, you want to learn this new skill, well then be open to it. Go find a class, go find an opportunity where you can learn and being open to giving, not just receiving, because sometimes it's in those moments when you give that you get so much more out of that experience than you ever would have thought of. So yeah, I think being open to learning, like I am a lifelong learner. I'm starting grad school in the fall. <laughs> like I am always going to be on a path of learning. And I think that that's what helps elevate you and set you apart from other people is the desire to learn and up upgrade your lifestyle. Wait, actually, how old are you? <laughs> I just turned 24. Y'all, my, my <laughs> jaw is on the floor. <laughs> what? <sighs> yep, I just turned 24. Oh my God, wait, when, when's your birthday? May 18th. Taurus. Big Taurus energy. I'm like, I can give you my big. top three. We have a Taurus sun, a Cancer moon, a uh -huh. Virgo rising. I'm a big ball of emotions. Oh my God. <laughs> Mine, okay, so I, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. Oh my goodness. And my rising is Sag and my moon is Taurus. Oh, amazing. I love the sun moon connection we have going on here. This I works know. for me really well. It's I love it. So it's giving a little bit of like sexy chaos on my end, but you're giving power. I love it. And my mom is a Scorpio, so I understand you very well. <laughs> I understand. Vibes. Vibes. Oh my god. Well, happy belated birthday one. But that is so powerful. Let me just give you your flowers real quick. Like you're doing things that people have only wished they could do, you know, and like your power and zeal to be like, that's what I want. And that's what I'm going to do is like chef's kiss. I just want to bottle it up and like, like sell it somewhere. Like, so because <laughs> I really want the girls to feel like they can do that. And like for you, something that, you know, we talk about here a lot is confidence. And I think the way you're just moving in the world is so confident. So can you share with us what like confidence mean to you, means to you or looks like to you? Yes, I will say for one, today my confidence came from you. I was literally getting ready for this and doing my makeup and hair and was like, I'm just going to listen to one of her videos real quick. And then I put it on and I was I like, this is giving what it needs to be. No, like that was, that was where the confidence came from today. Um, but on any given day, um, what does confidence mean to me? Um, I think it just means being comfortable in your own skin, um, which has taken me 24 years to get to a space where I feel closest to saying that I've achieved that. Um, but yeah, just being comfortable in who you are in your own skin, your sensibilities, your existence, whether it's your body, your brain, your spiritual sense, just being comfortable in who you are, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Was there a point in your life where you didn't feel like that? <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> like, in short terms, yes. I definitely grew up in a very weird situation in the sense that, like, I was definitely a victim of bullying and at some point cyberbullying, but it was never, like, an overt, like, I'm being shoved in a locker or some of those things that you can imagine when you think of childhood bullying, but I was bullied in a sense of exclusion um, and just not being made to feel like I did not belong in the group and group settings and just like didn't have many friends. <laughs> like I was just kind of solo for a long time. Um, and it took me a long time to kind of like get through that. And that's where therapy comes in. Um, but I definitely now am in a space where like, I feel comfortable just being myself. I have beautiful friends. I don't have many but like, I'm fine. <laughs> My squad is tight. We're good. <laughs> but that's kind of like, it took me going through that experience to kind of define myself and understand who I am and like who I want to be. And like, obviously middle school me is like, that's, that's a version of myself, but I don't have to carry her with me every single day in the way that I exist today at 24. I just hope all those, those people who are not in your space and back see you now and they're like, I wish, cause you're that girl. Okay. You were lit. Let me talk about how you were literally a cover girl just recently. Huh. <laughs> cover girl, Honestly, cover girl, like, now pose. Just, it blows my mind, but it also just makes me kind of giggle because sometimes I will get those DMs from people I went to school with and I'm like, do you not remember? Like, do you not remember our school existence? <laughs> like, why, why would I engage with you now? But it, it does, like, there are those moments where I feel like a little, like, pat on the shoulder, like, you showed them, but... <laughs> But and you did. It's giving mic drop, walk off stage. It's giving Beyonce Renaissance. It's giving fabulous. And like, I really want to talk about you being a cover girl, and you're on the cover of G Marrow, which is fabulous and fantastic. Like, how does that feel? Also, did you frame? Did you frame? No, one hundred percent. I can show you right now. The like the magazines are in my fire electric fireplace right there. <laughs> like, stop, y'all. Like, no, we're trying to look at these it. every day. We just need to like. Talk about a confidence booster. <laughs> I was like, those are just going to stay absolutely, right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, sometimes we forget, like, we're moving so fast with life. And sometimes we really forget to, to like, re like count our blessings yeah. and remind ourselves of how amazing we are. So I'm glad you have that there. Girl, you should have it blown up and put in front of your door, in front of your building, in Times Square. That's what I want to see, and I'm manifesting that for you. I appreciate that, sis. I really, really do. And yeah, I think I'm. there's a really like beautiful Black artist, uh, Serena Robertson, and I already told her. I was like, I'm going to need you to paint one of these because we're going to put it on the wall. <laughs> That's where it's going Please. next. And honestly, I struggle so much with like not counting my blessings, but like acknowledging where I am and acknowledging the wins in the moment that I'm existing in. So I think it's like mm -hmm. super important to do that because then I'm just moving, going to point B and trying to always focus on the future. But like, I'm doing some pretty cool things today. It's a good thing to acknowledge for all the girls. What have you done today? And like acknowledge where you're at because that's where we can like really shine and celebrate our wins. And that's so special. And like, if, if you can now sit back and think about your cover, like, is that something you would have thought you would have done? Like, what was that experience like for you? Um... Yeah, I mean, it's really funny. It reminds me of something my mentor said when I was a teenager. Um, I was trained by Richard Lawson, a phenomenal actor and acting coach. And he always said, like, you know, when people go up on stage and they acknowledge their Emmys and they're take giving their huge Oscar speech and they say that they've like have never imagined this before, 
it can't be true. You have like designed and orchestrated your life and like counted those steps. So yeah, I mean, very humbly, I would say that I have been very particular about how I want my life to go and the things I want to accomplish and the way that I want to leave a certain impact on this world. And so, yeah, everything I feel like right now is going according to plan. Just simple as that, I would say. So yeah, I think to all the Emmy winners and Oscar winners, you had a plan. You probably had a plan when you were five. You might have had a plan when you were 25. But like, it's, I feel like it's a natural progression. If that's where you want to go and that's where you're headed, then like these things are going to come to you, I would think. What are a few things that you're looking forward to right now in your personal life? Okay, personal life, um, a few things. One, grad school is a big one for me. Um, I am so excited, weirdly to say, to go back to school. <laughs> like, I think I enjoy the school environment. I love being in a classroom and like raising my hand and being that obnoxious girl that's like, I know the answer. Um, or like the one who's having the conversation with the professor and everyone in class is like, but y'all should talk about this in office hours because like, what are we doing? So I'm that girl for sure. Super, super, super nerd. I'm very excited about that. Um, and also meeting like my cohort and like having those new connections and friendships in my age group would be a big thing. And something else, I mean, your girl is a little over being single. So that's something I'm looking forward to Period. in my personal life. Um, yeah, I think that that would be a nice <laughs> change of scenery, a nice little vibe, you know. I'm watching Love Island UK right now, and while it's messy, I'm like, I kind of <laughs> want that. So <laughs> these, these are the I things. Say, I love it. Because, girl, I feel like you're on the go. You're doing such amazing things with yourself. How are you one making space for yourself to like be with your friends and yeah. maybe go on that date and get a drink at the bar and maybe find a cute i a love cute the, the person you know <laughs> a little a little ear tuck like wow are you making time for that is that your priority like what tell us more sweetie. i think it's more of a priority now than it's ever been um just because i was just living <laughs> like i don't think i was like prioritizing yeah. much of anything i was just trying to get through the moment um, hanging out with the girlies is definitely a priority. I love my friend. We rarely see each other just because I think we're just all in the space, but like we FaceTime all the time. So I like consider it like our FaceTime hangouts are, are quite nice. Um, but then also like in terms of prioritizing myself, therapy is like my number one. Like we're going to have that hour once a week at minimum. And I might be texting my therapist about all the little things during the week. Like that is something that I think is the best way for me to pour back into myself. Um, my therapist is my bestie, lover. Um, and then also outside of that, I think the dating thing, I haven't really taken the time. We've also been in a whole panorama pandemic. So I haven't really taken the time. But now that I'm kind of in a space where I am like, we have a work life, the work life is going well. We have friendships we like and want to cultivate. That's great. But like, if you're actually invested in like finding love and like at some point getting married and having kids and all the things, like maybe you should focus on that for a minute. So I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. We're going to see how it goes. Um, but I'm I'm at least open now in a way that I don't think I was before. I said I was open, but I wasn't. So. <laughs> but grad school is such a fabulous place to find somebody cute and sweet. Like It was 100% in intention. the yes. same. <laughs> <We're here. laughs> you're like... You know, you don't have to, like, go far and wide to, like, find someone you're interested in. Like, oh, we're in this class together and you like this and I like this. And, like, yeah, let's go get coffee. Which also, which school are you going to, if you don't mind me asking? I am going to USC. Period. Yes, I'm very, <laughs> don't very, 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 very. Don't play. <laughs> don't play with my girl. Okay, period. I 
love that so what advice would you give to somebody who wants to go back to school because you're a little bit you're younger and like actually i went to grad school when i was 23 actually 23 it's giving you look 23 so i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> like i'm a little lost but <laughs> It's, it's the clear skin and 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 the the drinking water um but i'm 26 baby i'm turning 27 in like a few months no it's giving we need to be friends because this works period it, it works for me too i love it <laughs> but um like i went to grad school when i was younger mm-hmm. and i appreciate that more because then i'm able to like now be in a job market like and really put myself out there um yeah. but what advice would you give to somebody regardless of age of like going back to school because you're really excited but it might feel a little scary to somebody else oh I'm absolutely terrified too so I can speak to mm. that um, mm-hmm. I mean I think some of the best things in life come out of taking leaps of faith and like this one is a big one for me just being like yeah your industry may not have time for you to be in school while you're working but you're gonna make the time and figure it out so that's one thing like talking about like work-life balance, figuring out how I'm going to like balance going to school, balance working in the business full-time, balance trying to have a personal life at the same time. Um, I am definitely like curious to see how it all (laughs) turns out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, I would say like, I I think the fear is what's driving me right now. Like, I feel like it's something that I'm supposed to be doing because if, why would I be this scared? I mean, there's two things. I could either be this scared because I shouldn't go, but which I don't believe, or I am this scared because something on the other side is going to be so magnificent. Um, So like, kind of just listen to your intuition. If you want to go back to school for any number of reasons, like, it's not impossible. That's for mm-hmm. one. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. get the degree girlies. That's going to happen. So, like, if you go in with that mindset, too, like, yeah, there's going to be hard days. Yeah, there's going to be great days. But, like, your graduation is in two, three, four years. Like, just look at it like that. And then you get to celebrate and take cute pictures on Instagram and caption them with beautiful little graduation captions. So, <laughs> do you have a graduation caption in mind? Because I'm thinking it's giving... I, I My graduation caption was, like, three degrees hotter because... Oh, yes. I feel like I might just steal that. (laughs) I just feel like that might work for me. But I honestly like knowing me by then, I'm sure another Beyonce album will be out and we're just going to like the words. (laughs) It's what it was. I'm that girl, alien superstar with a super degree. Period. Yes. Also, are you you going to be seeing Beyonce? Um, Yeah, that is that is the plan. It's really funny. Like my friend literally just like two days ago was like, hey, do you want to go see Jill Scott with me? And I was like, sure. But like, we're like the weirdos because we plan out going to concerts like the day before or the week of. So while I technically, (laughs) I'm like, I'll decide to go see Beyonce the week before her show in LA. So while I don't have tickets right now, it is it is a game plan to go see her somewhere before this tour ends because it just seems like an iconic moment. There's something about this one that's hitting a little different. I've been to them all, but this one right here, I'm like, she's even promoting it different. She's she's like, you're gonna see the, the footage before you get here. She's never done that. So I feel like there's something to see. I feel like that too. Loki, I was feeling like it's giving farewell. And I don't want to believe that because Beyonce is for is forever. You know, I feel yeah. like And I don't think she's going anywhere. I feel like she loves her craft and her job too much. Like she's one of those. It's just like I love this. And like maybe I mean she hasn't done like a lot of those major interviews anymore in the same way. Like there may be transitions like that. 
but I don't see her. Also, I'm pretty sure she would announce it, to be honest. Like, that would be heinous if she just was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> just <left laughs> us all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. The world would just implode I'm, at this point. Like, really what do you would. mean you're leaving Beyonce? Uh-uh, girl. No, no. and J-Lo still performing? No. Beyonce's not no. going anywhere. I claim it. <laughs> I love J-Lo. And, I'm, and J-Lo should still be performing. And Janet should still be performing. But, like, yes. Beyonce can't go anywhere. No. She's in her early 40s. We're fine. I love that you've said it. And that's exactly what's going to happen. I've manifested it. Done. Sweetheart, I want to welcome you to the Queen's Quarters, which is a favorite segment on this podcast. Um, And it's different every time. And this time, I just feel like you're so good at like presenting yourself and and giving people a good energy and the kind of work you do is so beautiful and powerful. And like, I really want the people to feel like they can tangibly take out something from this and be like, this is how I'm implementing it to my life. So I would love to ask you if these three things you would tell people to do that you have done or implemented in your life to really set yourself correct whether that's in life in your career with dating travel skin outfits life in general just you you're a light you're lovely you're successful and i think people need to hear that i'm blushing okay let's see um three things i think one is a little bit broad but i can explain would be to live with intention Um, and I mean that in every sense of the word, whether it is dating, like writing out what it is that you want and also what it is that you bring, like not just, okay, I want a man or a woman or any of the things (laughs) I want this, this, and this, like, no, what also do you bring to the table? Cause coming into it with that knowledge and understanding, I think is a big thing. Cause if you're always just looking at them to be like, they have all of these great qualities, but what do you bring? Like, I feel like I'm a baddie. So then like, I'm going to walk into that date in that room with that type of energy. So that's one, living with intention. Um, and that also applies to my career too, I would think. Like being very intentional about what I say yes and no to and just living life, being clear on that. Um, the second thing would be, <laughs> I've said it a few times in this podcast, go to therapy. I think that getting- <laughs> Go to therapy. Literally, it's like drink water, go to therapy. Um, but I think that <laughs> trying to learn, <laughs> trying to learn yourself more deeply and like taking the time to pour into yourself in that way, I think is just like, my friends will tell you, Ashley of today is not Ashley of last year. Why? Because of my therapist, because I had to do the hard work. Like, who are you? How you ask me, who am I? I have a better sense now than I did last year since um, having that situation. And like, you also show up for other people, not even just yourself, a better person when you know really who you are and like, take the time to give back to yourself. And the last thing that I would think to share, um, it's so cliche, but like not to give up on yourself. Like, there are obviously moments and times where like life is really hard. Like we all go through those seasons, but like that doesn't mean that that's the end of the road for you. I will never forget this at the end of the Beats after party, like the premiere. And then there was the after party. Um, and this really, really, really wonderful actress. I will 
value her anonymity and not say who she is. But I was like, I'm meeting you. (laughs) This is amazing. And one of the things she said to me was like, remember this moment, take it in. Like, remember every single thing, what you're wearing, how someone smells, like just take it all in because there's going to be times in your career and in your life where like, you don't feel this, you don't feel this high, but like, know that that's coming again. And like, it just changed my whole perspective on the way that I saw the world and my craft and like in a business where you get a whole lot of no's in a life where there's a whole lot of no's understanding that like, yeah, but that one, yes, you're going to be able to feel what that feels like again. So like taking that in, I think has been the most impactful thing. Like you don't get a job you really want. Yeah. But you did get a job that you really wanted at one point in life. And like, that's going to come again if you trust that. So that's, I think my, my third and final thing. Girl, <laughs> listen, I'm out here a little tearing up a little bit. Listen, that's so special. And thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing your light and joy with us. I really appreciate that. What are some things we can be excited for you? You know, what's coming up for you apart from grad school? Like, is there a few other things coming up for you in your career that we can be shouting you out for? And also please let us know where the girls can find you on the internet, in the streets. Where can we find you, honey? Let us know. Okay, so a few exciting things coming up. Um, For one, the campaign that I'm doing with the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, um, Lend My Voice campaign is going to be really powerful where we have like incredible influencers like yourself. Hopefully at some point you'll join us. Um, but they are sharing their platforms with survivors and getting them to speak out and share their journeys, um, which I think is really important. So I'm super excited about that campaign. I'm also doing a lot of writing um, in the screenwriting space. But of course, because of the writer's strike, we're on hold a little bit. Um, but I support all the writers. So we're just be on standby for some of those projects coming from me in the more um, literary space. And I have a new exciting acting project um, that is going to be shot later this year when the strike ends as well. So I'm excited about that. Um, But you can watch Beats on Netflix, Blast Beat on Hulu, um, a film I just did a cameo in Black Terror just premiered at Cannes. So that was really exciting. Lots of things. You can find me anywhere. Um, My social media, I tried to make it as uniform as possible, but it's long. So my username everywhere, primarily on Instagram and occasionally TikTok is where you can find me. Um, Ashley Laverne Jackson. So A-S-H-L-E-Y-L-A-V-E-R-N-E-J-A-C-K-S-O-N. Ashley Laverne Jackson. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I feel like that's that's where you can find me. Well, thank you so much, Miss Jack. Thank you. For I feel like this is just like <laughs> I'm so excited to have like spoken with you because you are just that girl. Absolutely. And you are too, baby. Okay. And we'll meet up, we'll meet up together for some drinks and some fun. No. Yes, and please. All the goods. But thank you so much for reminding us not to settle and yeah. letting us um feel as powerful as we can be and that we can do whatever the heck we want to do. And that's just on period. And that's just on period. So thank you so much, Ashley. I really (laughs) appreciate you. Um, And thank you all so much for tuning in again to another episode of The Queen's Archives. I feel like today we really got into unpacking so much and I'm excited for what this season is about to bring for all of us. Stay tuned for future episodes with more of my favorite guests. And y'all, baby, I will catch y'all next time on The Queen's Archives. Mwah!